0: This episode is brought to you by These Bites. If you're looking for the world's best empanadas, go to thesebites.com. They're an international bite with a Brazilian flair. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your host, Mike, along with my good friend Chuck here. Hey, hey. What's going on, Chuck?
1: Not much, brother. What are you up to?
0: Not much. Just uh, getting back from a good weekend, recovering from some allergy mess. Um, and got to drive some uh, pretty sick wheels uh, over the last weekend. Yeah, uh, nice. 67 pre- and 68 Corvette and... I want a Corvette now.
1: <laughs> yeah, so how did you get involved with that?
0: Yeah, a yes. good, good friend of my dad's uh, is in a Corvette club in uh, Clear Lake, and he's got a nice little Corvette collection, and so he was looking for some people to come out and, and kind of chauffeur his cars over to the show, so my dad got to drive the 67 over to the show, and I drove the 68, and then on the way back, we switched, and he's also had a 1960 and a 53 Corvette. Wow, do you run in the red? I wish <laughs> it was all I could do just to goose it a little bit, just to just to keep up. But it yeah. was amazing. Yeah, get to do it again this weekend. So nice.
1: Is it the keels and wheels? Or it is it, is that yeah, it's keels weekend? and
0: wheels over in Clear Lake. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah. So yeah, we ride out on Friday, and I think it's the whole weekend. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'll be in Monroe.
0: Oh man. Yeah.
1: Seeing. Dylan this weekend. Yeah. Is yeah.
0: It, is he competing? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, they have a home meet, and then one more meet. And then they have their conference meet in like mid-May. Nice. So Yep. Um, did you do yeah. anything fun this weekend? Yeah, so I went. It was in Huntington Beach, California, bro. Oh,
0: yeah. I saw OC. that on Instagram, yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh, Surf City USA. Uh, did some surfing, actually. Nice. Which I hadn't done. I tried a few years ago. Well, probably seven years ago now. And couldn't get up. Used to surf a little as a kid. Mostly bodyboard, but would, uh, yeah. surfed a few times. And then uh, we got a instructor, and this nice little package came with wetsuits and surfboard rental. And we were riding waves for about an hour. Blanca was definitely better than me. She caught every wave nice. and rode it pretty much to the beach. I had a hard time. My foot kept dragging. My toe kept getting caught like, the first few times, but I rode about half of the waves. I had some, a few good ones where I actually was turning a little bit. Nice. uh, But mostly it was all on a longboard, so it's not meant to shred.
0: Yeah. I wasn't (laughs)
1: ripping hot shredders. (laughs) I was mostly just, we just mostly going straight. just getting those pipes. So, want to buy some surfboards here and go every once in a while to Galveston and, and do it in the summer, but...
0: Yeah, I've never been. Yeah, you know, surfing. My sister and her boyfriend love it. I think they both have a board, but never been surfing. And I think the times I've been to California, I've never gone. You know, to the beach really. So, yeah, that's pretty awesome. So you why even instructor. go to California
1: if you're not going to be the beach? I've know, never right? been to California where I haven't
0: been at the beach. I did a road trip. Went to San Francisco. Oh, uh, Okay. I, I don't even think we went to the beach. I think we went to like Muir Woods and then yeah, Alcatraz I mean San Fran, no Cal, nor Cal. Yeah,
1: I'm a big SoCal bra. Yeah. So never been to SoCal. That's all I've been. I've never been to NorCal. Every time Blanca's gone, San Fran and stuff, or work, Cousins and stuff, I've never been. But mostly, like, Orange County area. So I always, every time I used to go for work, I'd stay in Pedro Mm, or Redonda Beach or Huntington Beach. And so Blanca was there for work, and I ended up, just tagging along, worked from the hotel, worked New York hours in nice. L A. So LA. in L A. <laughs> uh, but yeah, SoCal. Everybody's like, "Oh, go north of L A. and go here. I'm like, "Nah, bro. Yeah. I don't head. Uh, <laughs> I stay south. That's my jam is the beach. Yeah. And I ran along the beach and I surfed and uh, flew back Saturday night. A couple days before the mask mandate was taken off, so <laughs>
0: yeah, missed out on that one. One yeah. of the last
1: few flyers that uh, required a mask, so
0: I'm sure they'll get your award from the government here soon for that.
1: Yeah, I want my. Uh, you stuck it out the longest. I want my. Um, uh, one uh, those lawsuits uh, where the bunch of people get in there. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, Just you wait. There will be lawsuits coming out. Did you wear these masks yeah. for X period amount of time? If so, you could be awarded yeah, on hits, a plane.
1: Uh, yeah. Did you go, fly over the last two years? <laughs> call the law offices of. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Attorney at
0: <laughs> law. Yeah. Um, so you had an instructor for surfing. Was it like Kunu from uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, but, which was Paul Rudd?
1: <laughs> like Kunu? Like, <laughs> when life gives you lemons, just say fuck it and bail. Yeah. Like, that's the best Paul Rudd performance. This is my favorite. Where I think he it plays is. Kunu. Yeah. What does Kunu mean? Chuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. or whatever is his, his yeah. name right his, his
0: his land name yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah yeah hey do you know what time it is no man I, when i came out here i stopped where to watch yeah. that's so cool well i got like an iphone yeah, so. <laughs> yeah i love we he were played. talking about jason siegel earlier and i was like oh that's a great that's a great yeah no but he was very
1: it was interesting he's very like very socal very orange county and and he was he was kind of young. He was getting his master's in family therapy. Hmm. So it was very, very, very SoCal, very centered. Yeah, very and chill. Yeah. Yeah. So it was good. Nice. Um, very surfer bra, but it was fun. I, I love... Now, uh, as we got back, I was like, I'm going to go to Soundwaves and buy a surfboard. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Have kayaks. We have a paddleboard. We never use them.
0: Yeah, I'm but. Like, but I'll, but go, I'll <laughs> go surfing in Galveston. Like, it's chicken in the egg. Yeah. Demand, yeah. Demand will follow supply.
1: <laughs> so, I'm uh, yeah. looking to do some here, but I already looked, and you can rent surfboards and wetsuits for pretty cheap from places on the... Seawall. Nice. So it's like, I think it was something like $30 a day for a longboard oh, in something. Galveston. Yeah, and you need a wetsuit here. Yeah. Water was 59 degrees, though, in Huntington Beach. Yeah. but My feet were kind of numb by the end of it. <laughs> it felt great, though. I mean, it had full wetsuit on except for hands and feet but yeah. and head. But it was, that's the way it meant. The waves were about four foot. Nice. Is nice. It was, it's interesting because... It, I learned everything I knew by watching a surf movie called North Shore. Oh yeah, and so like they're on you know a lot of the time on the these like six foot boards, uh, with a with like kind of a sharp nose, and so you know you get under the waves by duck diving, and so the guy is like, uh, I was like, I was like, can you duck dive well with these? And he's like, how do you know duck dive? And I'm like, North Shore baby. Like, it's yeah. like the on these the the. The nose was, like, kind of rounded, so it, it's kind of hard to get the big ones to duck dive, so you're kind of floating more over the wave instead yeah, of... going through it. Going through it. Yeah. But But, um, so, we were getting beat up by the... You know, you ride away to the beach, and then it would take you, <laughs> seeming like forever to get back out <laughs> to the lineup, because yeah. uh, you're just getting beat beat up by wave after wave. You'd
0: have to kind of wait for the set to go by. Just another be in the line, man, just... Tourists just trying to get into the waves.
1: Yeah, a bunch of howlies and uh, <laughs> that was and on an
0: old cartoon. They called tourist shoebies, uh, and I've never heard it ever since. then. It just yeah.
1: Uh, on the North Shore movie, they call them howlies. Awesome. Uh, and so
0: I haven't seen a surfing movie since Point Break, and I'm talking the original, not the remake. <laughs>
1: I don't believe the remake even ever happened. Oh no! Yeah, no. I only, I only never count, watched it. Never will. I only count uh, Patrick Swayze and uh, the Swayze and Keanu. Yeah. Two of the greatest actors of all time, especially <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah. Anybody, him and James Franco. Anybody who said otherwise can meet me outside. Different, but same. Same. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyhow. So,
0: yeah, we've been watching a lot of shows. We talk about Jason Siegel, right? But you got me into this new show, as we kind of segue yes. a little bit here. And it's called Outer Range.
1: And I totally randomly, I would say not randomly, found it. Just stumbled on it. I don't go on Amazon Prime for TV very much. Not often. It's one of the streaming services. But I was listening to Watch, and they were talking, Chris Ryan on The Watch was talking about Outer Range. Yeah. And it's like... He explained it by saying it was like the cross between Yellowstone and True Detective. It's got that it's vibe. Like, oh, that sounds great. And after watching the first two episodes, I would almost throw it in there of a mix between Yellowstone, True Detective, and Stranger Things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I could see It's like an yeah.
1: unknown, otherworldly element to the show. It's very weird. But, yeah, so we don't want to go into too much detail because we just kind of...
0: Just kind of want to breeze talk about it. I mean, what 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 was your takeaway on it? I mean, the first... It was a two-episode drop, right, for the first premiere? Yeah. It needed that second episode.
1: Yeah, and in the first episode, if you... You can go to Amazon Prime or YouTube and you can find the trailer. Yeah. And the first episode contains a lot of the stuff in the trailer, so it's not really spoiling too much, no. but it's basically like a ranch family out in, the us say where they're at, Wyoming?
0: I'll have to go back and watch. I don't remember. It's got to be Montana or Wyoming because they I, talk about riding rodeo. I thought and... it was a
1: different state than, I thought. that's why I, thought, I remember Wyoming, like they didn't make it in Montana like in Yellowstone.
0: Yeah, I think it is Wyoming.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's about this family <coughs> that, um, owns a ranch and
0: It's Wyoming, I googled
1: it. Okay, good, good, good. They own a ranch and they kind of find this the rancher has is played by Josh Brolin and finds this void or this circle or some kind of portal out in the middle of out in like the west part of his ranch.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's it Abbott. His name is Royal Abbott. Yeah, in the Royal. Show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Love that because people just roll it, so it's raw. Yeah, yeah. raw. Yeah, Royal I Abbott. love that.
1: Yeah. Are you raw Abbott?
0: Royal Abbott. <laughs> yeah. Is this Abbott Ranch?
1: <laughs> but they kind of have like the wife, like
0: three, two or three sons. Um... Which did you know the wife was in? Um, uh, it's throwback. Hey, she was in Perry Mason the reboot on HBO Max, and then she was in an old old movie that I love by Mel with Mel Gibson called Ransom.
1: She's very familiar. I yeah, wanted, she's I one of those people. His, yeah. Her bio. Yeah, she's really good. Anyways. But then they kind of, you know, it involves like a rodeo. Uh, one of them kind of is riding bulls. There's, they get into some feuds with the neighbors
0: over land.
1: Like, over land disputes. Barriers, yeah. Yeah. It's,
0: yeah. And, and the, the, the neighbor, Wayne, is uh, Will Patton. Yeah. Really good.
1: And yeah, so there's some feuding neighbors over land and there's a weird hippie chick, I'm just gonna describe her is that That's what they that wanders her to the ranch and asks if she can camp out. Um and there's a lot of interaction there, but it's it's kind of it's like almost like a modern sci fi western
0: ranch kind of story. It's like they walked into a boardroom and was like, guys, guys, (laughs) Yellowstone, great Western TV show, land disputes, crime, drama, but, 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 I'm going to add Arrival from the sci-fi collection to that movie. (laughs) And it's this weird mashup, right, of sci-fi and cowboy country life. Yeah. That's, it's like, what was it? Cowboys and aliens, but let's do it better. I yeah. don't know. It's it it's it's very unusual, and he finds this pit and he like throws stuff in it, and it just nothing comes out.
1: Of yeah, it. never nothing comes out. Yeah, and yeah, I don't really want to spoil no, the no, one no. thing that comes out of it. Yeah, but it's int- it's very interesting because we were talking the first episode. It's like, oh, what is this? Like, it's good. But where's it going? Yeah. And the second episode kind of hooks you in. You're like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Like,
0: the last ten minutes of the of the second episode, yeah. was that that was the hook for me.
1: It really starts to to go for it yeah. there. And, yeah, the last kind of scenes of the second episode are really good.
0: I like that they're doing kind of like mystery, thriller, horror movies almost that have to do with the West. Yeah. Because there's this, and then there's that... Um, keen peel movie nope where they're like out on a ranch have you seen the trailer for that no and it's like aliens or some shit and it's like a brother and sister living out there it's weird so it's like they're like taking like the mystery of the old west yeah and then adding like aliens and horror and all like thriller aspects to it it's really interesting how they're doing it right now but anyways
1: yeah no it's i i love i never thought of myself really liking western style stories I never thought of myself liking sci-fi. It then it comes down to it: if it's a good story, I definitely like both of those genres. So yep. uh, now it almost has me tempted to watch Yellowstone. Yeah. Uh, and more people were talking about Yellowstone today. When I was talking about our podcast, we're like, "Oh, do you watch Yellowstone?" <laughs> don't give in. Don't give in, Jeff. <laughs> don't almost, do it.
0: <laughs> well, there's you caved on eighteen eighty three, but don't do it. <laughs> eighteen
1: eighty three was was one of the most epic (laughs) seasons of TV. I cried multiple times in the last few episodes, but that's a different story. One day we'll do my solo pod about 1883. But, yeah, it's, there's so much TV to watch, I don't think I can squeeze in a Yellowstone. But yeah, we kind of stumbled, it's called Outer Range. uh, They're releasing two episodes at a time on Amazon Prime. It's, or they're calling it the Miss uh, Marvelous Miss Mazel model because I think that's what yeah. they do with the, that show as well. You watch it. Yeah. That's what I heard they do there, which is another intriguing thing because you're finding all the streaming networks kind of um, releasing two, three, or... Full. Full or yeah. one. If they're releasing full now, they're kind of like giving half of it one part and half of the other like Netflix is doing with some other big shows. So... um
0: yeah, only doing that so far on their final seasons of these shows. True. So it'd be interesting if they start up a new show and they're like, cool, part one. And then part two a month later. That'd be yeah. interesting, yeah.
1: I think that helps them because I've read today Netflix uh, stock has started to plummet. They've lost subscribers uh, last quarter for the first time ever.
0: Yeah. I don't doubt it because if you, you keep people coming back, right? Yeah. You get the first one, you got to find some other stuff to watch in between, and then you got a month of them getting a full extra month of revenue. <laughs> for a streaming platform basically three months worth yeah Yeah. so
1: well and I think I think Netflix has it, you know is like kind of the first one first mainstream like streaming and I you know now when I go to Netflix if it's not
0: Ozark or um oh if we hear a dog in the background <laughs> he's just barking at a cat or something it,
1: it's a uh, Russian, you know, like Ozark, mainly Ozark, really. I'm trying, I mean, but I'm watching like Arrested Development on there, Oh yeah. you know, reruns or watch The Office and some other stuff. But it, it just, it's kind of, when you look at, you know, we're making, Mike and I are making lists of what we're watching so we can keep track of it and um, so we kind of communicate and stay on the same page and make sure we're watching stuff. And besides Ozark and Stranger Things, I'm not really watching very much else on Netflix unless it's like a community or Arrested yeah. uh, Development.
0: Seinfeld is on there, but they threw so much money at Seinfeld to get that onto Netflix from Hulu. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, outside of that, I mean, they had Squid Game, right?
1: Yeah. And they're and they, kind
0: of lacking in original content at the moment.
1: Yeah, or they put out crappy original movies. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like a Which, bunch of the guilty. Did you watch? It was with Jake Gyllenhaal. No, terrible, terrible. Yeah. Ending ending was horrible. But yeah, they're just they're just putting out just okay content when you're just getting <laughs> you're getting blasted by HBO Max, Apple TV.
1: Well, and that was gonna that's what I was gonna say. Apple TV and HBO Max are the ones that I'm watching the most shows on at the moment. Yeah, It's like Apple TV, like. Slow Horses, we just finished Severance, Slow Horses are really good, um, can't We believe, Crash, believe can't Pachinko. believe Gary Oldman is
0: leading a TV show.
1: It's amazing.
0: That's his first lead on a TV show.
1: Yeah, so we're going to talk about The End, some other stuff
0: some coming up, shows, yeah. and
1: stuff we're watching. Um, any closing thoughts on Outer Range?
0: I can't wait to see where it goes. The sci-fi aspect of it and what happened at the end of episode two, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, yeah. but it's all very, like, time travel wormhole, sci-fi. Yeah. I don't know if it's aliens. They keep talking about Kronos, right? Zeus's God yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the beginning of the, yeah. The... Which is weird, because I just watched, Jackie and I just watched Wrath of the Titans and Clash of the Titans yeah. on HBO, and it was, like, all against Kronos. And it was like, wait, they're talking about Kronos now? So, I'm really excited to see where it goes. I haven't... Like, no idea what the purpose of it could be, but yeah, I can't wait to see what Josh Brolin's going to do in this role. Love Josh Brolin.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's really good. And, yeah, I think I'm, you know, it's two episodes and they've kind of really not fed us much, but basically say, wow, this is going to be good and intriguing. So, you know, put that on your radar. Yeah. And we'll probably at some point in a couple of weeks regroup with it and
0: yeah.
1: I maybe mean, halfway through the season check in. And talk about
0: the show. Do you, you, do you enjoy the two-episode drop? Like, would you like to see more shows do two-episode drops?
1: I think if it was like this and Atlanta. So the two shows recently, there I watched out of the two-episode drop. The first one was Atlanta. Because I watched, you know, we talked about Atlanta last week. I watched season one and two. And then I went immediately to season three. And they released two episodes back-to-back. And if they didn't, the first episode didn't include any characters from the show until the last, like, ten seconds of Earn waking up with a dream. And then the second episode was the whole crew from the show. So, like, they kind of had to do that to be not piss people off and say, like, hey, first episode back after four years, this was it? Like, there's no, I didn't see Paperboy and Earn and everybody else. With this... With outer range, I think if I would have just watched one episode, I would maybe forget and not come back yeah. for the second. Because yeah. it was what well, was good and intriguing, the second episode is what goes wow, okay, this, I'm gonna stick around for this. It was so, yeah, it was the turn. Yeah.
0: I, I think I'm coming around to two episode drops because you know, they do forty five minute episodes, maybe an hour long episode, and there's only so much that goes on. And if they're trying to build up to this moment, then give me that second episode. Yeah, to keep me coming back. But if you're gonna do that, you got to make it like a sixteen-episode season, so I can hang around for at least two months.
1: Yeah, if you're gonna do eight episodes, you can't <sighs> drop two every week, or yeah. you're gonna have. Four I'm gonna weeks. be done,
0: and yeah, that's what yeah. happened with Miss Maisel. It was like eight or nine episodes, two episode drops. Yeah, we powered through it right per week, and yeah. I look up and it's like, whoa, that season's done, and it was like nothing. So yeah. If you're gonna do that, you got to give me a longer season. Well,
1: that's why, like you know, for certain shows like Ted Lasso, the weekly, like yeah. the Apple TV every Severance. Friday release, yeah, Severance because well, and a Severance is you know an hour long show, yeah. but like Ted Lasso is a comedy, is thirty minutes, yeah. and if you binge it all at one time in the initial watch, you can watch it in like three hours and miss <laughs> so much. Yeah, I so I, that's why like on some shows. That are really good, a weekly watch, and then I rewatch it during the middle of the week and catch things that I didn't get yeah. before the next episode. Those,
0: those little gems, those little yeah. jokes that you just miss out on. Yeah. I do enjoy that about t- Apple just has the right content for both paths. Yeah. For single episode drops. Yes. They just have the right writing and the right stories keep, and keep Apple on one episode. And Slow Horses
1: is yeah. the same. So Mike hasn't started it yet, but there's four episodes out of Slow Horses. And it's the same kind of, like, every week it's got the story is great and it leaves you wanting more. So I'm like, oh, man, next week. I can't wait to watch when it comes out next Friday. Yeah. And I get an alert on my phone that says, like, new episode of Soul Horses or new episode of Seventh. And so it's like they're doing a really good job with that. Yeah.
0: Um, but I am liking that these shows are bringing actors like Gary Oldman into yeah. TV. He just won his first Academy Award for playing Winston Churchill, and now he's doing a TV show.
1: TV is a new movie. It is.
0: I mean, I mean yeah. you're these, getting... These big you know, production houses aren't doing $200 million budget movies anymore, unless they have global appeal, like yeah. Avatar, right? Avatar 2 yeah. is going to make a billion dollars. Ambulance. And, <laughs> it was really fucking loud.
1: <laughs> I, I'm listening to, uh, to Chris Ryan and somebody else talking about that saw Ambulance in the theater <laughs> and they were just laughing about it. You know? <laughs> yeah. it's the, but it's, they were excited to go to a movie theater and yeah. watch like a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. It, it, like, it made off. me laugh. I was like, oh my God, we talked about this movie before they did. I think <laughs> yeah. it, it was, maybe it was uh, Sean Fennessy and Chris Ryan. I'm like, oh my God, like <laughs> we beat them to the punch. Yes. On Ambulance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah. Yeah, it's and I, I forgot, you know, Outer Range. I'm looking forward to it because there's, like, murder involved. Yeah. And Wendy's brother from Ozark is in it.
1: Yeah, He's one of the
0: sons of of Josh Brolin. Yes. And, you know, that guy started on, like, soap opera TV, like, Guiding Light or something, and now he's he's been on Ozark, and now he's on Outer Range. Yeah. Dude's coming up. Start buying stock. Yeah. And I'm – I
1: mean, I bet a lot of people – I would think a good portion of the population have Amazon Prime, you know, to order off Amazon that probably don't even know they have a streaming service or that they can watch shows on it. Yeah. And so if Amazon can figure out a way, I think they have a little bit by having some prestige shows and movies. Uh, But if this show, if Out of Range was on HBO Max or Apple TV, I think everybody would be talking about it already.
0: Everybody would be talking about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So if you're gonna buy overnight delivery from Amazon, you you must be forced to watch the trailer for Outer Range. That's yeah. what they, Jeff Bezos should do, in my opinion. Yeah,
1: the, push content on like, the box. Like yeah, it, they, they, yeah, is a trailer playing constantly?
0: Yeah, when the drone when they start using drones for deliveries, yeah. they'll just have a screen that says, "Hey, your <laughs> delivery has arrived." By the way, before I give it to you, watch this. Yeah, yeah, you can't like, open YouTube it. YouTube makes me so do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but so yeah. we talked about a good show, right? Outer Range, and so kind of want to sidestep. And I'm not saying it's not a good show, but I want to talk about winning time, right?
1: Let's talk winning time.
0: So, winning time is a show on HBO Max about the rise of the dynasty of the Lakers from the late '70s into the '80s, with Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And, um, I can't Pat remember. Riley,
1: yeah, Pat. Paul Westhead, Jim Jerry West, West yeah. Jerry Buss, Jeannie Buss, um, all big Kareem. Lakers. I mean, just casted. Yeah, the casting is amazing. Interesting. It's supposed to be called, the book is called Showtime, yep. but when they did the, it's based on a book by Jeff Perlman, and the show is loosely based, very loosely.
0: Apparently, yeah,
1: a lot of controversy around the show and how they portray certain characters, namely Jerry West, um, and even some of the Lakers chimed in. Like, no, nobody asked anybody about asked us about what happened, and so yeah. it's kind of big like... Big-time
0: big time Lakers, like Magic and yeah. Kareem, yeah.
1: I think, so the, they didn't name it Showtime because they don't want viewers to get confused oh, with Showtime. That, that makes work.
0: sense. Damn, that sucks.
1: <laughs> so yeah. that's what the the brand of basketball, basically, the L.A. Lakers, was called Showtime, and yeah, as Mike said, it just goes through the, what's it, 79, 80 season. Yeah. So far. It's going to
0: end on the end of the first season, probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's just... It's an interesting show. So, it's an Adam McKay show.
0: And what's Adam McKay made before?
1: Succession. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street, right?
0: Uh, Scorsese did that, but he might have written the script for it. I don't remember. But McKay did the big short. The big short, yeah, yeah. um, And he did Vice about Dick Cheney.
1: Yeah, with uh, Christian Bale as Dick Cheney.
0: Yeah, that movie was wild. <laughs> Steve Carell's Donna of Rumsfeld was <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah.
1: But if you know Adam McKay's like style of he also did Don't Look Up on Netflix. I haven't I watched it yet. Yeah. I, I watched it. It's not great but. Is there a lot of
0: off-camera dialogue fourth wall breaking?
1: I don't think see that's why I didn't know that was Adam McKay. So let's let's pick apart this show a little bit. So what this show.
0: Like, what do you like about it? But, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to ask you first it, what you yeah. like about
1: it. So, well, this show should be better than it is. It had a lot of hype.
0: I love the had so much hype,
1: especially as a sports person.
0: Yeah.
1: I hate the Lakers, and I really don't care. Same here. But the history of it, the Lakers and Celtics rivalries, the importance of the Lakers oh, to huge. the basketball. Yeah. Um, it, it's big time. And so, but... What I liked about it first... And so I've seen one through five. Mike's seen all seven. So I haven't got to the part. I think episodes six and seven have Larry Bird in there. And it starts more into the rivalry with the Celtics. And it looks weird seeing the snippet of the next episode where the guy playing Larry Bird looks nothing like Larry Bird, in my opinion. It looks very weird. Um, but I love... So Adam McKay kind of has a specific style. Like, he does a lot of talking directly to the camera, the characters talking to the camera. He does a lot of, like, sweeping shots. Not slowly sweeping, but, like, quick cuts and and quick camera movements over the different characters. You know, he does that a lot in succession and just a little different camera work. And then... The show being set in the late 70s, like the grainy looking film, yeah. the colors, it looks very, they'll is do, it monochromatic? They'll or, do
0: like modern cameras and yeah. then like for like close up, sometimes they'll do like that 70s camera shots. Really well done, yeah.
1: Yeah, so the cinematography, the acting, I'm not a big fan of... Them talking directly to me. There's a few times it's where too it happens, much of it. Yeah.
0: but yeah, it's this whole. And then the- he he got lucky with like the Big Short, right? Yeah. With like Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell, because like I remember in the Big Short when he did it, like Steve Carell's character got up and asked a question when it wasn't Q and A, and Ryan Gosling was like, "Yeah, he did that. Can you fucking believe it? Like this guy fucking <laughs> he raised his hand, asked a question, yeah. took a phone call, and walked out. Funny. And I think when he doesn't have a lot of leash, it works. But I think they were just like, "Okay, McKay, it's all yeah.
1: It's kind of um so we talk a lot about what we what I would consider like prestige TV. So yeah. TV that like Severance where it doesn't it shows you what it, it shows you, it doesn't tell you. Yeah. So a lot of the Adam McKay stuff is hey, we this is just my interpretation. We think you're too stupid to understand, so like let me have the let me have the Actor come out and tell you, like, oh, this is not what he meant. Or yeah. this is what I'm to, this yeah. is what I, they, they're tell, talking directly to you. Like, I want to discover, I want to figure it out. Yeah. So I don't like where there's a lot of exposition trying to explain stuff or straight to the camera. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, his style jumps around on that because you've got the big short where you've got people breaking character and talking directly to the camera. Yeah. And then you've got celebrities explaining, like, high risk mortgage tranches and shit like Selena Gomez and Anthony Bourdain and stuff, which worked. And then you've got vice where he had uh, somebody narrate basically the entire movie. And then now he's like having it by be done by John C. Riley And and magic a little bit. Like it's, it's very weird that I don't think it's working. I'm going to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. And the show's kind of cartoony. Like it's so outlandish. And you find out, if you do a little digging on some of the things, you know, it basically portrays Jerry West as this really, like, alcoholic, high-tempered... Rage. rage Rage-filled person, and now he's come out and is demanding an apology, a retraction, and all these things from Adam McKay, and signed letters from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar... And other Lakers saying, yeah, he wasn't like this. And, you know, they do a, they take a very creative license with the material. Sure. And it's loosely based on a book, we said, by Jeff Perlman, I think it was. Yeah. And they're finding out that some of the stuff's not even in the book. What? Yeah.
0: Him, Smith, like, Jerry West taking his MVP trophy from this, like finals and like smashing it through the window like they did in the tv show never apparently happened according to um the man the operations manager for the forum back in the day i can't remember her name but yeah yeah, just really a lot of artistic licensing
1: yeah it's kind of like they stuck with that okay we had jack was it cook or whatever the jack can't cook jack can't cook is the owner that's true yeah Jerry Buss bought it. That's true. They
0: West passed out.
1: Yeah, yeah. And but even in that, you don't really understand West's role. No, and he was. I think the timing of some of the, like because he was a coach, and then he went into the front office.
0: But and, in a scouting position but he was or... like a
1: gm as well or he some... eventually becomes yeah. a
0: gm but in, in between the show doesn't explain anything about what his role is because <laughs> he's more like this... trying to get on the team plane and they're like jerry what the hell are you doing here and he's like no 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 no, no, no. it's cool i'm talking the... to bus I'm, I'm going like it's weird
1: yeah it doesn't go i guess because it it's more focused on the style yeah and the one thing, the other thing I like about it is uh, Quincy Isaiah, who plays Magic Johnson. I think he's really good, so good. And the Magic Johnson part is intriguing. Yep. And I think he does a really good job playing playing Magic Johnson. And I don't know if any of that is true because you know, even Magic Johnson said I'm not watching it because they didn't consult any yeah. of the Lakers, so I could. We could have done a show where we, we could have talked about it and gave you probably a better show, but he said he's not watching it.
0: It feels like a parody on every it, position it, in the sports world. That's what it yeah. feels like. Like the owner is just this big, rich, schmoozing, like ladies man. Who it's has keys who to the, owns a basketball team is what it's yeah, like. He's got keys to the to the Playboy mansion and a list of chicks and you know they can call He anytime. keeps a book of yeah. late night. Rendezvous, yeah, Yeah. Ladies of the Evening. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got Jerry West, who's like the rageaholic general manager, who I think they just are characterizing as every general manager ever. And then you've got Magic, who clearly is the same Magic as he is today. He just is this charismatic sexaholic, basically. Yeah. And then you've got... It's just just funny, the tropes that they've developed for each character, because then there's Kareem, which I knew hardly anything about Kareem other than the fact that he was like... Islamic and or a Muslim or whatever. He was and, also
1: in the airplane movies.
0: Yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. They did the behind. The scenes. Can I get an autograph? Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's just a parody on like how it probably was, and then they just dialed it up by a hundred. Like yeah, somebody probably heard that Jerry West like yelled at somebody one time, and they were like, "Cool,
1: Let's yeah, take that all right, we're win. gonna build yeah. on
0: this." He's haunted by never winning it, by only winning one championship as a. Did he ever win as a player? Like a yeah. championship, he won the MVP in a year that they didn't win the final.
1: No, but I thought they won the final because in the they in one of the episodes he's at a bar which yeah. apparently is hosting a funeral. Yeah, and he's like he's like depressed that he won.
0: Yeah, I think that's when he met his wife or something. Yeah,
1: oh, I was that his wife? Oh, I, th- in, I think yeah. so. Yeah,
0: but yeah, he's like depressed that he's yeah. He's yeah, they show him
1: winning the championship and them holding the trophy, and then like three hours later, he's in a bar by himself yeah. where they're having a funeral. Yeah. But
0: it, just this huge, weird characterization of how it was in the 70s and 80s. This turning point right in America where we're going from, this, you know, obviously, the 70s to the 80s and how people are becoming less and less flamboyant to a degree. Like, well, Jerry, like free love yeah. and outlandish. and Jer, Like Jerry Buzz could never exist today and own, a th- as public as he was, and own a franchise.
1: But also, he didn't have any money.
0: Yeah, he was broke as shit. Yeah, I mean,
1: for um, you know, for being a rich person. Yeah, he sold he,
0: like all of his property and was no, just... He traded in from- property, and he borrowed money from
1: people <laughs> yeah. to. I mean, he had eighteen million dollars, which I think
0: it's hilarious because the balloon loan that they're like all worried about is only like three million dollars, and today it's like you can't scrounge up three million. Not that I could scrounge, yeah, up $3 no, million, but, yeah, but yeah, right. yeah, you can't call your buddy Trump or, yeah. or and just get like a, a partial loan. Anyway, yeah, but it's just I. What are your thoughts like, on Adrian Brody as, as uh, Pat Riley? So,
1: it's very... I think he does a good job from what I've seen so far, but it's just... And Adrian Brody's really great. I loved his one episode of the last season of Succession.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: You know, where Very he, really short camera time. Very short, but he's a great actor. Also another historical movie actor he He looks like really short as Pat Riley
0: for some reason, and he has got that mustache and that haircut. I like.
1: love though like <laughs> at one episode he's like pulls back his hair like this, and he's like, oh, his' realization like, oh, I should start slicking my hair back, yeah. you know, oh my God, it looked like my dad, yeah, because he's like, like <laughs> haunted by his dad, but that also rings to me that that's probably not true yeah like but I think he it's just weird i I love the casting though like. I think John C. Reilly is great. I mean, Michael Chiklis plays Red Arbot. Yeah. Just the weirdness of the casting. I love weird stuff, so I think that part is good. I'm
0: just not... How did you pull these guys in for the... Like, what did you promise these guys? You pulled yeah. Adrian Brody in to play Pat I'm Reilly. more
1: intrigued. So, wh- I've, after five episodes, I'm more intrigued of... What's the real story? Like, all the stuff we're reading yeah. outside about... You know, Jerry West being pissed off and all this stuff. We, How they casted these people, and then the feud with Adam McKay and Will Ferrell because Will Ferrell wanted to play yeah. uh, Jerry Buss, and and Adam McKay gave it to John C. Riley, and that's caused a rift between them three, and which is probably not repairable.
0: It was a pretty big trio.
1: Yeah, and that they Step, I mean, Adam McKay movies, Talladega Dega Nights, oh, yeah. uh, Step Brothers, um, every, Anchorman, yes. you know, I mean, Shake and Bake. Everything, everything he does is with
0: Will Ferrell. The other guys, oh yeah, uh, oh my gosh. So, in I think I saw an article like Michael Shannon the was campaign. once attached to play Jerry Bus, which would have been insane because I just don't see that kind of performance from Michael Shannon. Yeah. Even though I love Michael Shannon, the guy from Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, there's no yeah. way he could have played Jerry Bus as flamboyant and like outrageous. I don't know. It's just Johnny Riley brings a goofy sexuality to it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he He's plays like, like a 70s playboy, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that part is, I read, uh, or it was... He could have played Red Arbuckle. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, Magic Johnson did say, when the article I was reading, he did say the first time he met Jerry uh, or Jerry Buss, that in Magic Johnson's interview, like unbuttons his shirt down to his waist, and is like, Jerry Buss walks in, and his shirt is completely unbuttoned to his waist. You know so I mean it's the 70s right yeah I mean, it's uh... free love yo so I I, I like <sighs> so there's sports you know we've had a lot of sports movies right yeah so I don't know what well, before I get before we go on to that tangent what do you what do you like and dislike about winning time so far?
0: I think we're on the same page. I like the characters. I like the actors that are portraying the characters the style of between the modern and the old you know f- filmography is yeah. really good. I think the story is lacking. They're yeah. trying to tell way too many stories at the same time, yeah, and you get in mix of Kareem's background and magic's background and uh, Jerry Buzz's background and Jerry West's background and Pat Riley's background. And it's just like, pick a lane. Yeah. But there was so much going on back then that like, yeah. it reminded me like we were talking about, he was like, didn't have enough money to keep the team going financially. And it just reminded me of the guy in what, the nineties who tried to buy the Islanders or the eighties. Yeah. And he get, it's, there's like a 30 for 30 about it. And they come to find out he was like not rich at all. Yeah. And he's been charged with like wire fraud and all this stuff. If Jerry Buss pulled what back then, what he did today, Oh, he'd be in prison for wire fraud. <laughs> Yeah, you know. So, um, I think it's just—it's just outlandish. Of you know, it was a crazy time, and then like they have the creation of the Laker Girls, and he's turning it into like this. What do you say? A sexy Disneyland? I think is what yeah, they try yeah, yeah. to call
1: it. But I, um, I think the true story to me in just black and white is more intriguing than this. Cartooning. I agree. Yeah, because I mean, it did. They did. You know, Jack McKinnon. With the style of basketball, oh, that the, he, yeah, Jack
0: McKinney, yeah, yeah Jack
1: McKinney, the, the offense who ran, you know, just seeing, and even like Pat Riley became revolutionary, yeah, and Phil Jackson, you see, the Phil Jackson did with the Bulls, but oh, yeah, but then he also coached the Lakers with the triangle, so you see, I mean, the history of the Lakers, there's been some progressive coaches that yep. have, you know, started. As Kareem called it, street ball, because uh, <laughs> yeah. he wanted to just post up and shoot hook shots. I love his
0: highbrow like yeah. attitude. Yeah. Did you even read his like um, his negative aspects of the TV show? It was all highbrow, like. Yeah. A facile explanation of it was so funny. Dude. Yeah. yeah. No, I he, loved it.
1: Yeah. yeah. It was like how he acts in the movie in yeah. uh, the show. <laughs> yeah. But I think that um, I'm more intrigued. I but I love that like. Okay, they were the first ones. To be, the sure. the girls. They said they added rows of seats to put celebrities on, yeah. and we're going out to them to get them to come to the games.
0: The Jack Nicholson guy who's supposed to look like Jack Nicholson. I not,
1: haven't got that far yet. But not great. I heard it, yeah, yeah.
0: You see him for like five seconds, and in like four or five, when they're talking about putting the yeah. celebrities to, to the game, and then you see him on the sideline at one game, and he's yelling at Paul Westhead, and it's just like he kind of looks like Jack Nicholson, yeah. but you've kind of fucked it up.
1: Yeah. yeah. So yes. It, And they also had a club, like, and Magic Johnson talked about this, how during the games, and this was was a great interview that I found where Magic Johnson was talking, basically saying he's not going to watch the show, but here's some real stuff that happened that they should, you know... And he's like, yeah, during the game, sometimes in the third quarter, some of the other players on the team would be like, hey, can you get me into the club? Because yeah. like, there was a club inside the forum. Yeah. And so all the actors and the players and girls would go after the game. And so the opposing team players wanted to go into it too. So, yeah. I mean, just the stuff that he told. Like, I want to hear the, yeah. not this third-hand
0: yeah, clearly, cartoony it, it, it,
1: out over the just like, way over overdone.
0: It seems third hand, yeah. just considering all the negative backlash it, it's gotten. But yeah, I, I too want to hear the true story because they try to recruit uh, Tar- Tarkanian from UNLV, yeah. which had a lot of like gambling questionability back I, in the eighties. I the would 70s. watch a movie about that, just about that. Yeah, where's because where's my thirty for thirty his friend on
1: that? that? The true thing is friend that. Yeah, guy. Killed. Was, and they still haven't solved the thing. He was like negotiating the that, contract
0: for him to go to the Lakers, yeah. and the Found guy winds up dead. Car. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, I love it because they're at the dinner and they're like, "Let's get some champagne." And then like the guy walks up with champagne, and in my mind, I was like, "That was way too soon." Yeah. and then they were like, "It's from those guys over there," and it's like some wise guys. Yeah, and they're like, "Did we just get kiboshed by a bottle of champagne?" Yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, but
1: there's some good parts yeah. and there's some good the um,
0: but it's it, it's way too cartoony.
1: Yeah. So I mean. I think we'll wrap there on winning yeah. time. I mean, yeah. there's...
0: there's The the Celtics episode is funny because they talk about there's a curse when they play in Boston and, and they're like, watch out for the leprechaun and shit. And, like, the away team's locker room is shitty as hell. Yeah. But it's about... I think they're trying to build it as, like, this big mashup between Magic and Larry Bird.
1: Well, there was a video game, I think, for Atari or yeah. Sega or Magic versus Bird. Yeah. And, I mean, that was the hype. I mean, I was in the eight, early 80s. I was watching Bird and Magic yeah. and then Jordan. And, I mean, I watched a ton of sports as I was a kid. And that was, you know, that was the hype. I mean, that's what it was. So, I mean, it makes sense for them to go that direction. Um, if they, if season two comes out, do you think they should do Lakers? Or should they do like another sports dynasty thing? Or do they do spinoffs of it?
0: It'll be Lakers. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the promo that they've shown is it's like season two and it's in the same like okay. purple and gold shit because they're going to keep talking about – because I think they're going to go all the way up until when Magic like retires from AIDS. I think is what they're going to – Yeah, I
1: mean you can go like – how do you fast forward? Do you start lumping in seasons? Or yeah. do you go – you know, this is what, 1980. Do you go to 1991? I mean that's 11 seasons. Yeah. You're going to have to burn through And
0: I think something. they'll go into like heavy into like the drug – like, use in the NBA, because that's they've already started talking about that a little bit with, like, yeah. uh, Richard Pryor, like, shows up, like, yeah. behind the scenes, and then um, I think they'll go into, like, some police brutality stuff, because it is more along the lines of, like, an African-American TV show. Yeah. But in terms of a sports TV show, for what's been out there, it's, in my opinion, not great.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I'm just looking, like, I have a list of sports shows, I mean, and they're all different. So there's not really I mean there's not really a lot of the same style of sports yeah. shows, I guess. Like so I mean I took I have on my list Brockmeyer, which is comedy. like yeah. a comedy about a broadcaster who basically becomes the commissioner of baseball at the last season.
0: Hilarious. There's yeah.
1: there's like multiple football another the other baseball show, Eastbound and Down, which yeah. we talked about with uh, Danny McBride, about a washed up baseball player, a little bit of baseball action. And you have Ted Lasso, which is comedy about soccer and English premiere. And then, like, a couple football shows, Ballers. And there was a show on ESPN called Playmakers, which the NFL kiboshed after (laughs) one season because it was so realistic. It's too real, guys. It was too realistic about steroids and and concussions and all this stuff that they're like, uh, we got to knock that off. And then Friday Night Lights, which is, you know. There's a movie and then it became a TV show, because there's and then coach uh, the coach. old school coach where yeah. he's a coach of Minnesota right, Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson, yeah. So there's a lot of quality I think sports related shows. There's also a comedy called Sports Night. I think at some point like was that Comedy like, Central or is like sportscasters. Yeah,
0: I think that was on ESPN. There or something. Was... I I remember seeing the like title card for that, yeah. and I was like, "Wow!" I vaguely remember that show because it had some like big hitters for yeah. a little bit. Yeah.
1: So I mean, there there's a lot of sports, and of course, sports like a couple of favorite. I mean, you got the classic sports movies like Rudy. Oh yeah. Uh, Miracle about the Miracle on Ice. I love like Hoop Dreams and He Got Game. You know, I love I love a good basketball movie or show. That's why I think I'm mm. kind of disappointed in Winning Time because like two of my favorite movies like one of my favorite documentaries is Who dreams about two kids in chicago you know and their their recruitment uh like a private high school and a public high school being recruited by all these colleges and how they end up and it doesn't end up how you think yeah they should uh, or you would go because they were two highly recruited kids and then he got games denzel and ray allen and it's it's fantastic um but
0: I think it's. I think Winning Time is trying to do something that nobody's really tried to do, and it's well, dramatic. They're trying to do
1: Succession, yeah. and Step Brothers in a mashed-up basketball show
0: with a, with a tie-in of like Minks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a certain element of the show too that's like an After Hours Cinemax. Uh, Dude, when they show, show them the Lakers girls, very...
0: like for the first time in the club, like their routine, and they're like all dancing up on him, it's like okay, this kind of smacks of me too, like. It was yeah. really heavy and like the creepy vibe of him like perfect on like nineteen.
1: It's shorts. definitely creepy, because yeah. even magic goes in to meet Jerry Bus and Genie answers the door is like
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, oh yeah, my mom used to
0: uh My was mom's like, cool with it. My yeah, mom's my mom's cool mom used to, to go like, with yeah.
1: It's like she's like I'm his daughter and he's like, Oh, oh. I just hear all the stories. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's very creep there's a lot of creepiness in yeah. the show too. It's so cringe
0: so, and very Yeah borderline stuff but i i i I think it's just a dramatic you know they're just trying to dramatize it but i think it would have been better i don't know if you watched it uh the last dance or last dance right the the the, documentary about the bulls had they done it like that i think i probably would have enjoyed it more because i'm gonna get a lot of real story shit yeah now the jordan documentary has some questionable things because i heard that was pretty much edited by jordan but yeah, Had they done it like that and done interviews and some storytelling, I think I would have liked it better.
1: Yeah, and that's a, and the narrative is controlled by yeah. different people. I mean, just like, it's almost like, well, and that's like The Last Dance. and any documentary-style show yeah. or any documentary, it's usually tilted to one side. Yeah. So, you know, like The Last Dance, that Jordan's producing it or whatever, heavily involved, it's going to be tilted to his point of view. And there's a lot of documentaries that, like, uh, making a murder on Netflix where I'm like it's basically the whole thing is kind of questioning is this guy really guilty yeah and at the end like a lot of people are like no like they're trying to get free I'm like dude is guilty like <laughs> like you're looking at it in the tinted side they're trying to go but there's it, you know so it, it's but yeah this is where I guess that's where I'd rather hear the real story yeah or but it's so I don't know I would recommend if you've got the spare time. Yeah. But there's so many better shows out there. Like yeah. for me, I probably won't go back after the season. I'm still gonna finish it out because I'm into it now. Yeah. But I mean I'm six episodes in. But I mean I'd rather watch Slow Horses and Severance and see where out of range is going.
0: I got a feeling this winning time won't go past two seasons. I'll put mine I, I,
1: but I don't need... yeah, I'm trying to like, see who is watching it, you know? Yeah. Is yeah. it people like that, like basketball watching, it? people that like the Lakers, people that like Adam
0: McKay? I think that's more along the uh, lines of people like Adam McKay and John C. Riley. Yeah. I it, think that's a, the biggest draw, unless you live in California like the Lakers.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, but there's there's so much better shows coming up, I think. I mean, we're, you know. We'll wrap up the winning time conversation and just kind of go out on, um, you know, there's a lot of shows coming up in April and May. Yeah. And so, it just, you know, just kind of coming in order here. We have, um, you know, I Russian Dolls, uh, season one on Netflix is pretty good. And season two and Natasha Leone comes out, uh, actually came out the day we're recording this, April twentieth. So look for that if you're a big fan. A, uh, Barry season three comes out April twenty fourth, well, which baby. is but Saturday Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. So I got to finish watching season two.
0: Yeah, you got to. I'm there. almost
1: done with season two, so I need to get ready for that because it comes out Sunday. So we'll be talking about Barry. Has he fought the karate guy yet? No, I haven't got that far.
0: Got to wait. Got to get there, man. It's I so think funny.
1: I'm early, and I'm like, see, yeah. like episode three. It's near
0: the end of season two. It's it's so funny. yeah.
1: And we got the offer. To, the Barry's coming out on HBO Max on April twenty fourth. The Offer comes out April twenty eighth. That's the Godfather.
0: Yeah, it's the making of the Godfather, and they got uh, Dan Fogler, who fans of Fantastic Beasts and um, yeah uh, movies like that. He's the funny guy in that. He plays Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, can't wait to see him. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that comes out April twenty eighth. It's about how the the Godfather was made back in the day. And then I know I'm excited about this one because it's one of the two shows that we like that are doing the one and two parts for the final season. Ozark, season four.
1: Yeah, Ozark season four, part two, April 29th. I hope everybody watched or listened to our 10-minute breakdown of the trailer. It was about 10 minutes, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that and see how that ends. And then we do have some shows in uh, May, Coming out in the end of May, Obi Wan Kenobi season one, and then Stranger Things season four, part one comes out May twenty seventh, yeah. and then part two will come out in June. Yeah, yeah, so, it comes
0: out like June tenth, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's not a big gap in between. So I think, as always with the Netflix shows, you know, we we ran through Ozark with two episodes at a time. Yeah. So we're gonna have to figure out if we want to. We may probably dedicate like. A show to the first half of part two, and then the second half. So we're not.
0: I think bre- we can dial back a lot of our commentary because yeah. we, we were going pretty long-winded on on doing just two episodes. But I think but, we can.
1: And I think we. I think what served us well with Severance is that style of breaking right. down because that's such a show that needs to break down what's going on. Where Ozark, yeah. it's a lot more surface level.
0: Yeah. So Action. I think yeah,
1: we just need to touch on specific yeah. big parts to kind of tell to help guide you through the story so yeah i think you're right we'll get ready for that and then um yeah so i'm sure there's more tv we're missing out on but there's a lot coming up in april and may so
0: yeah i'm looking forward to it and so, the rest of outer range
1: yeah so yeah so just recap we're watching outer range we're gonna start barry ozark um, I'm watching Slow Horses. Slow Horses.
0: I'm gonna get on that train. I'm gonna get on that horse. Yeah.
1: Apple TV is killing it. Oh, I'm, the cr- I'm sorry. Everything on that is really good. Yeah.
0: Um, I think you yeah. look at their list of upcoming shows that we don't really know much yeah. about yet. Because like, For All Mankind is one of theirs, and that was like one of their oh, first. For first. All
1: Mankind season three is coming on May too. Oh,
0: yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Watch I can't that. Wait. That's yeah. my. That's,
1: like, I love space. Yeah. And.
0: It's like alt history space. Yes, yeah, the Russians beat us. And yeah, yeah. It, I, I think I hope the next season gets really good. Yeah, because now it's more. Well, like, they
1: keep jumping in the future.
0: I mean, they every ten. Yeah, it's a
1: ten year jump every yeah. season. Yeah, so I, I'm excited and about that.
0: And they're doing like six seasons, so it's like, yeah. whoa, where is this shit gonna go? Yeah. yeah. So,
1: anyways, yeah. So I mean, you know, those, watch uh, those uh, slow horses. I recommend. Um, we said outer range that we have um we started watching uh, Atlanta. There's that yeah. 5 episodes now. Last week's episode was really good and it was all about <laughs> paperboy's phone went missing and they're interrogating like some kid in the uh where were they Tur- they are in uh, Budapest, Hungary performing a show. It's wild, man. I don't know. I love I love uh, Danny uh, Danny Clover Donald Clover Donald
0: Clover yeah
1: it's so good I, Atlanta's like my favorite show it's I do like just, Mr. Gambino yes Childish is good um, so yeah those are kind of shows we're watching and Mike anything else that you're watching uh passed over
0: no I think we covered everything um, you know now that Severance is over I'm gonna have to wait you know 365 for the next season on that and just try to make it because I can't wait on that, but you no, know, that's all I'm watching. Um, you know, I think until next week, I think we're gonna do what you know, a trailer breakdown for Stranger Things. But yeah. until next week, you know, you can go ahead and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. and Be sure to go out and follow us on Instagram at Can We Kick It Podcast, or is it Can We Kick a Pod?
1: Can We Kick Pod?
0: And then, uh, you know, if you got any feedback or any questions, you can email us at uh, Can We Kick It Pod 1 at gmail.com. And as always, go look on our website. At kickinginmedia.com And uh, as always Peace